up, kid. All I gotta say is Portland can't say shit. It's scintillating. It's sensational. It's Seattle Sounders FC soccer. Scuttlebutt. I'm Aaron Lingley, and as always, joined by my buddy, your Alliance Council President, your Gorilla FC President, and the Communications Director for the Independent Supporters Council, Cameron Collins. Cameron, how are you doing on this Wednesday evening? What is up? I'm doing all right. I'm um, a little tired. I was, uh, as some people know, I work for the Seattle Superhawks, and I was down with the GoPro running behind the players during plays, filming them. So uh, it was fine when they were playing half court, but once they've played full court, I discovered I cannot run off the court fast enough if uh, <laughs> they steal the ball and players will run into me or I'll run into them and I'll have to like dive out of the way. So uh, it was quite a wild night uh, because of that. But yeah, it was, it was kind of fun. My knees are angry now because I was like cutting behind the players and stuff with the GoPro. We had two out there today. It's the first time we've had I've had a double GoPro crew, so it was super fun. Oh, well, I guess no one really cares who that is, who the other person was, except for was me. Greg. <laughs> okay, hi, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, that's awesome. Um, good exercise. Got your steps in. Yeah, I did. Well, it was less steps than usual, but it was I was like actually jogging instead of just walking, so it was it was probably better for me. Yeah. How about well, you? How you, how you? How are you doing this this Wednesday evening? You've had a long day of work, a long commute. Uh, we've had baseball know. rain delays today. We've had all sorts of stuff happening. So how are you feeling? Well, I'm doing all right. Yeah, um, traffic as usual. Uh, long day of work as usual. Had to go to a, a hospitality event where you showcase your hotel kind of thing, which is which is usually pretty fun because it's different. Uh, than your normal day-to-day nine-to-five stuff, but um, a lot of rinse, repeat, saying the same stuff to like 50 different people. So that's mentally taxing. So why don't we turn on a microphone and keep talking? Yeah. Um, but what about this is interesting something... stuff this time? Yeah, and, and stuff I don't get paid for. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, I had a good day. Good good hump day. Um, a couple of drinks. What, what was great is you have an event with hospitality people and you always go for a couple of beers afterwards. So that's a, that's a good way to end yeah. the day. But here we are. Um, speaking of drinks, I, I, as usual, I have an alcoholic beverage. I don't know if you do today or not. Do you? Non-alcoholic. I'm not drinking much like, right now, but like, liquid yeah, death. got a big old can of liquid death. So do I, except it's not called liquid death. I have myself <laughs> some voodoo ranger and I've had this before, but I've, forgotten if i like it or not uh it is voodoo ranger fruit force fruit punch ipa it's a good old 9.5 or though so basically in about 30 minutes you'll start to realize when it hits me Ooh, that is fruity all right i like it good good 
put it in my uh, little beer cozy here and let's get the show on the road we have some good scuttlebutt from our discord listeners and we got some mls scuttlebutt from the the mls news world hold on here's my drink sponsor us liquid liquid sponsor us we love you is it just like flavored water gross yeah uh, this one is unflavored. I, I don't like their flavored waters, but they've expanded recently. They now have iced tea and um, peach iced tea and uh, an Arnold Palmer and some other stuff. So uh, sounds they must be doing well. Must be. Um, yes. So Should we start with to... the MLS news before we get to our listener-driven yeah. scuttlebutt? Absolutely. What, what do you have that's going on in the world of Major League Soccer, soccer.com? Uh, well, <laughs> former MLS player, former Malaga player, same guy, Sergio Contreras, known as Coque, has pleaded guilty to leading a gang of drug traffickers and accepted a six-year prison sentence. So he's he's 40 years old. He played for the Houston Dynamo, Marseille, and uh, Sporting Club Lisbon, I presume. Uh, he agreed to a plea deal at a court in Malaga. He was one of 17 defendants accused of buying large amounts of drugs that were smuggled into lo- in lorries into different European countries. So uh, he made seven appearances in the MLS for Houston in the 2011 season. And uh, seven. Yeah. Mm. I remember him, though, because of his nickname, Koke. Sounds like that's what he. I don't know if that's what he was. Yeah, saying. kind of, kind of, kind of worked out for him. <laughs> kind of fitting. <laughs> so it's not every day that an MLS player uh, goes to prison for being part of a drug cartel. At least not anymore. Has it happened before? Uh, I don't know. <laughs> oh, okay, that's funny. I don't know. At least not anymore. Uh, the other big news is they just announced the top 50 world's most valuable soccer clubs yeah i did see that and i was hoping uh well i was gonna bring it up if you didn't so yeah so there's uh, we're on there there are 10 different leagues that made the cut and we had 18 teams in it uh meaning mls and Mm. the epl had nine teams so we we actually had the most teams with the highest value yeah uh that that is legitimately surprising top 10 uh, are mostly who you would expect. Uh, I think there's one that's an outlier. Man U, Real Madrid, Barcelona, Liverpool. That's, that's a little high for them. That's They must have moved up a lot. Uh, Bayern Munich, Manchester City, Arsenal, Chelsea, Paris Saint-Germain, and then Tottenham somehow in 10th. You'd think their losing ways would drop them down, but uh, maybe their fans who cry mm-hmm. at their performances a lot actually buy all their stuff. So that helps it. Uh Running at the top 15 are Juventus, uh, Borussia Dortmund, uh, Atletico Madrid, AC Milan, and Inter Milan. And that's when we come to the first MLS team. 16, LAFC. 17, LA Galaxy. 18, Atlanta United. Then there's French team, uh, Italian team, Mexican team. And then uh, Seattle Sounders sit at 22nd, valued at $725 million. So... Um, about 175 million less than LAFC. Hmm. Other teams in the list from here, uh, meaning MLS, Toronto, DC United, New York City FC, 
uh, and this is only goes to 30 on this list here that I'm, I'm looking at, but number 29 is the Portland Timbers. At least we beat them. And 30 is West Ham. So it's, it's kind of funny to see the Sounders. They're more valuable than Ajax, uh, Chivas, Guadalajara, Napoli, and West Ham. Hmm. So MLS actually has the most clubs in it. They have 18. EDL just, only has nine. Quick math. Has quick seven. math. That's a third of a a third of the fifty is MLS. That's a, the entire yeah. globe. That's where we have this. Uh, I guess surprise. third most value. We're right behind La Liga. La Liga only has four teams to make up that value, though, and we have eighteen. But um, I'm guessing they're all over a billion. Yeah. So we we are at a the entire MLS is eleven worth eleven point eight billion. Of the eight, the eighteen teams that show up in the top, of the eighteen, I say. not not the entire MLS. Only oh, one Brazilian man. team made it. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. That is that is interesting. I guess MLS uh, its structure is working. Yeah, and and I mean, I think you. It's interesting to look at the teams that are there. You've got LAFC, who is an LA team plus an expansion ish team, right? They're newer. Mm-hmm. Traditional team in LA Galaxy, Atlanta United, another expansion-ish team. Sounders, who you know we've, we've spent a decade dominating the league, so it makes sense. We used to be number one in the MLS, so we've we've been jumped. And then uh, teams like Toronto, DC, New York City FC, and Portland. So um, I wonder where Vancouver if they made the top fifty. Uh, I don't actually know since I can't see that. Um, yeah. What do you think? I'm not surprised that we're in it. I'm just surprised that 18 of uh, 18 MLS teams are in it for the globe. That's, like I said, legitimately surprised. But yeah, I think it's it's a new. I mean, usually it's you know the big the big four or five U.S. clubs. I feel like only have always four, been only four Premier League teams. Yeah, that, uh, no, that's eight, crazy. Eight. It was eight or nine Premier League teams. Nine. Oh, okay. I could have sworn you said four. No, but... four. Uh, I think it was four Spanish. Oh, I have to okay. go back and look, but and four from Italy. Still, you anyway. Well, uh, go MLS, I guess. <laughs> yeah, good, good, good for us. So, uh, you know, big news: Sounders are worth a lot, and uh, MLS players are going to jail for uh, any <laughs> being drug cartel members. <laughs> for... Well, um, I, I guess an, a, an actual takeaway, other than being surprised, would be that that does bode well for the, the obviously the league is more valuable probably than a lot of other players thought, mm-hmm. um, and the fact that it is a single entity league, a little bit there's a lot more stability there, getting paid. Um, I know the players aren't worried about that, and you know the super leagues um, like Premier League and and and. Spain, but there's still clubs in those leagues that have terrible financial situations. Um, yeah. Players not getting paid. Um, that's not an issue here. And clearly we show that we are overall um, probably with that many teams for the quality of play that people expect from this league. Um, it shows that there's good stability here. Um, so that. Sure. Yeah, MLS, MLS is not going anywhere. Quality players, yeah, and that should mean more quality players coming in from, yeah. you know, that aren't thirty four or thirty three. You know, um, unless it's messy, 
and then mm-hmm. he'll be older, but still. Well, and we know there. for sure as of today, uh, he is leaving PSG at the end of this contract. So the end of this year. Ooh. Uh, there's lots of drama with he, he's got, he got in trouble for leaving. He's suspended from the team for leaving the team to go to Saudi Arabia. But as it turns out, he left the team to go to Saudi Arabia because they were given a two day vacation and his dad informed the team that they were going to go. And then they got mad that the team lost and rescinded the vacation. But Messi was already on the plane on the way to Saudi Arabia. So they're suspending him because he didn't, I guess, turn around and come right back. I don't know. It's very, it's very odd. Uh, I don't know what's going on. Sounds like the stupidest trivial. By the way, this is Lionel Messi. You can go do whatever the hell you fucking want. Just show up on match day, please. Yeah, I think he's he's suspended for uh for a while now. So it's um Yeah, wow. It's quite quite interesting. We won't do that to you, Messi. No, come on over to Seattle. I mean you get your choice of teams, right? I know Miami wants you, but wouldn't you rather play with your friend Nico? Are they friends? Yeah. Really? Yeah, they've taken pictures together and uh He's and, taking pictures of a lot of people. Yeah, but then he got like videos with Messi for his son. They send him back to his son for his birthday when they were playing in one competition. I don't remember which one it was. So yeah, they're friends. Oh, well. Hoping he can use some All of their right, influence. Then. Well, that actually was probably uh not probably that was going to be my scuttlebutt. And then there's also some topics that are Discord members. Link in the description. Join us. Um yeah, that I was also going to bring up uh, if they didn't. So I'm glad you guys did. So I think I should just get into that if you're all right with it. Yeah. You got anything uh, else? Uh, Wrexham is, uh, We last episode, we talked about whether they would mm-hmm. play in the MLS. They're actually playing LAFC, or is it LA Galaxy? They're playing one of the LA team's second team, LA2. So... Uh, Coming up, what? the cheapest ticket is fifty five dollars. It's wow. but it's, in what just for like a uh, friendly month? this summer. Friendly, yeah, yeah, obviously. yeah. yeah. Okay. So you you think summer. that they would play an MLS oh, team just team. just to um, I guess be like part of the MLS because they're playing Man United, so it's got to be pretty weird for them to uh, play both. Man United and then minor it's league public. It's just money. It's just, they're a Holly. They're basically a Hollywood team. Probably. Yeah, so, I don't have a problem I mean, with it. I like it. Yeah, they're fun. Uh, you know, Gareth Bale's talking about coming back to play for them. Um, you know, out of <laughs> retirement, which would be super cool because he says he just wants to you know do well for a team in um in in Wales. So he would go home and play. Yeah, I was gonna say they're a Welsh team. Yeah. Um, yeah, LA Galaxy 2, Wrexham are playing a friendly in July at uh, whatever their Carson Stadium. Dignity Health Sports Park. Cheapest tickets in the building are 55 bucks. All right. Well, I'm not going. But no, it'll me probably neither. Be, it'll, it'll be on TV. Yeah. And and who knows? I think I, I've heard rumors that the Sounders are going to get to play Richmond AFC, so... <laughs> for like one second i was like i i know that's just the ted lasso team it's not a real team <laughs> but sometimes 
They are on Sometimes FIFA though. You're... Yeah, yeah, they are. All right, let's get to it. Um, Kenny Sloth seventy four, LAFC versus Lyon. Easiest path to the final of all time, presumably. Speaking of LAFC, um, because they're MLS, and I wouldn't be. I'm not. Just, I'm just not surprised Lyon's back, but LAFC is in the final. Um, do you think it? What do you think of that? Do you think it was? Uh, it seems pretty easy. Is it the easiest hyperbolic, all time? E- I don't easy I, path. Uh, yeah, it was this year. It was the easiest path for sure, one hundred percent. I don't know historically. Um, I think Monterey has had pretty easy paths at times where they played because they were always like the best team, so they played a lot of like, Saprissa and those teams that Sounders also would play and beat. But so this year, yeah, definitely the easiest path. Especially when they had to, they got to play minor league team instead of uh, major league teams. Yeah, who's so their hardest, um, the toughest opponent was probably Philly, right? They yeah. played uh, White Caps before that, yeah, and then oh, I'm not even gonna pretend to pronounce it. Well, let me try. In the round of sixteen, LAFC played. Alajuelense? Alajuelense? Yeah, yeah. that's that's the one that I didn't want to pronounce, but I believe that's correct. <laughs> wow, okay, go me. Alajuelense. Probably still wrong, but it's I, I feel like that's a valiant close, effort. It's close. Yeah, cons- I, round of 16, Yo usually, tengo. usually is, a, is a team you should beat if, if you're MLS or La Liga quality. Uh, Whitecaps, then they played Philly. Yeah, so you basically just played a couple of MLS yeah, team. I mean, and Philly's a good team, okay, but okay, and Philly's a good team. I mean, LAFC's they got a red card, and the best team. That game was over. So yeah, so yeah, probably uh, probably the easiest path uh, between the two. Yeah, uh, Leon should be there. Um, they're a quality team, not as good as the Sounders, but yeah, um, we, uh, that's who we beat in the club or in the uh, Champions League last year, right? Yeah, that's why I said it. Yeah, yeah, they're not as good as us, but so. But and that means LAFC, even if they win, is not as good as good as us. So, well, of course not. We beat them in the we playoffs all the time. Them. All the time, when we make it. Um, next one, Combat Wombat Esquire. Even though he has confirmed he is not a lawyer, so you are still the only lawyer in their scuttlebutt mm-hmm. world, Cameron, mm-hmm. that we know of. And this one is what I wanted to bring up. And bear with me; I'm going to. I'll break this up actually because one is uh, Chris, about Christian Rodon. Second half of it's Christian Rodon. So we'll go over this one too with his, my son, Leo Chu. Leo Chu played more than 90 minutes only once for the Sounders. And that was 120 minutes in a U.S. Open Cup match versus San Jose, if I remember correctly. What does he have to do to get a full match in league play? Is there something about his style or physique that makes him a poor candidate for playing a full 90? And I'll get into it more when we talk about the match. Um, but he was subbed out again. Hasn't played full 90 yet. What the hell? Why is that, Cameron? You know, someone said to me he's probably not match fit yesterday. But, I mean, why? <laughs> he's practiced the whole season. Like, I I honestly don't know. Maybe he's not. Maybe 
he's not as, as effective as he gets tired and they feel like the team is more effective without him out there. Uh, that's not what I'm seeing when I watch, but I'm also not a professional soccer coach. So um, it, I don't get it. Like we said, never sub Leo off. Just leave him on. He should be doing 90. He and, and, and Christian, if he ever sees the field again, um, should be, should be, that's such a horrible thought, should be playing full 90 all the time, I think. Yeah, uh, he's clearly how effective he is with and without the ball is key for our offense right now, Mm -hmm. especially how inconsistent both the availability of our, our quote unquote best 11 has been. Um, He has been, he and Jordan Morris have been available. Jordan has missed time because of one. It was only, only he just didn't start because of the right. The US, I think the USA he, missed, game? he missed time because of USA early in the year, maybe too, but recently, yes. Okay, well, I don't remember that. But regardless, not for any other reason than just literally as other uh, yes, play for the USA. Yeah. So Leo Chu's been available this entire time. He's clearly been one of our best players. Like I think that goes to probably Nico and Jordan right now, just because of what Nico's been able to do as a midfielder. And he's his his stats are through the roof compared to everyone else in the league. But what Leo Chu does, it, it, it just it only benefits the other players on the field. It, it distracts the defense, maybe not distracts, but makes a, they have to focus on him. And there's a lot more fluidity. So when he got subbed off this last game, you clearly saw him saying, "Why, why." Oh really? I walking. didn't notice that. You didn't? Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. He he was looking. He still did the the high five. It wasn't it wasn't a petulant kind of why or arms flailing or anything like that. He he walked off, did the high five to whoever he was subbing on, but just hands up like why why to to Schmetzer, and Schmetzer gave him a hand on the shoulder and sweet nothings in the ear and. They went on with their business and he sat down, but he clearly didn't look tired. When you're gassed and you know you can't perform and you're not going to do anything, you kind of want to get subbed off sometimes. Like depends you, on you, the player. Some players think they always, you know, they'll never admit it. Yeah, but he didn't look gassed. You can tell if someone looks gassed, but he he was still running. At least I, that my that was my eye test. So just actually, I've been waiting for it to see what his reaction is going to be when he gets subbed off the last two weeks that that Portland game is what ticked me off. Like if it wasn't clear already, when you listen to that episode, that was probably one of the most down episodes, even when we didn't make the playoffs Um, is like that, I think was what caused the collapse, (laughs) you know, that was the main domino I feel. So to do it again, when we aren't winning, what the hell does he got to do? Yeah. I don't know. It's frustrating to me. There's got to be something else going on. I mean, I, I think the reason they took him out at halftime of the U.S. Open Cup was to rest him for the weekend. But other well, than yeah, that... That's U.S. Open Cup, right? right. He, but he was he was the veteran on that, starting on that team. So Him and, and, yeah. and Freddie. But yeah, so... I don't know. It's frustrating to me. And I don't, I don't get it. But I guess we'll see what happens this weekend. Yeah, and actually, uh, 
Kenny Slaw seventy four replied to that and did say he got his ass beat a lot when he's when he's leaving early. Lots of rough plays on a slender guy. So basically, I think what he's saying there is that he might be more beat up than he looks just because he's a slender guy mm-hmm. and needs to get out. But I he's don't a lot buy thicker that. than he used to be, though. You can tell that he's um, beefed up from when we first got him. You know. Yeah, and and the reason I don't know, the reason I say I don't buy that is just from the eye test, especially coming off the field, he, standing upright, not slunched over. He's not he's not out of breath. He's asking why am I being subbed out? We we need a goal, and he's clearly one of our best players. But you know, there I could be wrong. Uh, that's just what I'm seeing, and I'm also biased. He's my son. I want him to play. I am mm-hmm. the drunk da- drunk dad on on the sideline yelling at the coach. So yeah, maybe you're right, Kenny. Second half of Combat Wombat is about Christian Roldan. Yeah. C. Roldan has been out with a concussion with concussion symptoms for three weeks and is seeing a specialist. What rituals should I perform to ensure safe return? Burning sage, summoning circle. Um, yeah, and I didn't, I didn't know this at first. So this is we found out that he was not playing just before the Portland game, correct? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and it wasn't. It it's clearly was something innocuous, um, not. He didn't hit his head blatantly uh, in the the week prior that we saw. Um, I think it was in practice. I think it was in practice. Okay. So, yeah, don't know exactly what happened, but the fact that it's been three three weeks and it seemed the... It's not getting better. It's still has symptoms. Yeah. Usually it's uh, less than a week. The clear concussion it, protocol. It's something like five to five to ten days is usually the window. Um, the, obviously, could be a lot more than that, and it's happening right now. But yeah, when it gets to twenty-one days, that's it's that's worrying to me. I mean, we lost Terry Boss, our backup goalkeeper, who hit his head on the uh, pipes when we played uh, Manchester United. Um. Forgot about that. He he had to retire. That's what that's why he retired. So I'm I'm worried. Um, you shouldn't still be having concussion symptoms. Um, mm-hmm. I hope it's just a concussion and they get it figured out. Yeah, as far as I know, I mean, sometimes you get what, what's called micro concussions, hmm. and those are that where you don't get symptoms, but you're still getting very like death by a thousand cuts. That leads to severe symptoms later. Um, And I'm, he is one of the most physical, other than Ozzy, probably, he's probably the most physical sounder I can recall in the MLS era. Yeah. Right. He's been in, and shout out to Tor OG Scuttlebutt. He called him in one of our original episodes six years ago now a fire hydrant and that it's stuck with me because hmm. I can only imagine running into a fire hydrant and it not moving an inch and always winning. <laughs> and that feels like what Christian Rodon would be if, if I ran into him. So he puts himself in position to do everything possible physically to win a ball, to keep possession of a ball. And, and he always pretty much stays upright. Um, but I'm wondering if all that wear and tear has had, has something to do with it. Um, he falls down. He, 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 not, not that he falls down like clumsy, but he's physical. So 
Yeah, that is very concerning. I would say do Burning Sage and Summoning Circle. Hmm. Yeah, um, it's frustrating. Uh, do we have any more scuttlebutt from our listeners? Because I had one more thing. Yeah, I got one more. Okay. With Row, oh, this is back back to Combat Wombat. With Row and Nuhu out, what should Schmetzer do for a left back? Or should we play with no fullbacks? <laughs> Sounds like a FIFA formation. Um, which is a legitimate question. Uh, that, I think we could, yeah, thing. we could go back to three at the back. Isn't this injuries kind of stuff weird? Yeah, I mean, it seems like a weirder. Like it's not just all hamstrings. Like we always no, had. yeah, or, it's there, and I don't I don't know what you do. I mean, I've uh, there was uh, train at training. Uh, Cody Baker was at training, so I think we're going to be right. starting a, a young player who I I was going to say I think it's him. He he did fine against uh, a, a minor league team, but uh, I I think he he's not. It's not like he's a star on Tacoma Defiance. He's just a, a guy. Mm-hmm. So that worries me. But it's against Kansas City, so maybe it shouldn't. Yeah. Um, well, sometimes they're just a guy until they get their moment. Right? I mean, Jackson Reagan, granted he is was four or five years older when he started for the Sounders. Then he also, then yeah, Baker but he also be. was like around the league a little bit, right? He had been yeah. in Chicago and um, yeah, I, yeah, this well, is just, okay. this is Here's not another. a starting, this is not a guy that will ever make it to the MLS. I'm trying to be optimistic. Here's another one. Okay. Bryce Miller for the Mariners went from double A to starting for the Mariners. Double A is where the best players play, though. They usually skip triple A. But... All right, Cameron. <laughs> yes. Which... Cody Baker is just a guy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, but, you know, who knows? Maybe he shows up and that's the chance he needed. I'm trying to be Weirder an optimistic because we kind of need it. I'm just not very optimistic because... I don't know. It's just we have so many injuries. We keep subbing off Leo Chu. I don't know. I think maybe moving Alex to the left and uh, playing like double air at right back, maybe, or Reed. Reed Baker Whiting was playing right back. Yeah. I think that would be what I would do, but I also don't know the drop off. Like, will that hurt? Will it be more effective to have Mm -hmm. Alex on the right in his natural position and then just have a dude at the other position? Then it would be if you were to say, okay, let's put. you know, Alex in his regular position. So we'll see. Um, we got to do something, though. We uh, we can sign a free agent. Someone told me Joven Jones is available, but I was, okay. no no thank you. No offense, Joven, but no thank you. Hmm. I wonder, like, I don't think we would need to sign anybody unless there's some Nuhu's serious out concerns with Nuhu. Yeah, he's out. We didn't, we didn't talk about this on the show already. N- not now, not tonight. Oh no, yeah. I thought I thought we talked about it last week, but maybe we didn't. Brian, no, it was just like uh, he had a blood infection. No, yeah. Brian Brian Schmetzer was on Softy's show with Jackson Feltz and said that he's out. And he didn't say he's out indefinitely, but he said he has a 
infection that they can't figure out. They don't know what's wrong, what the infection is. They don't know what's wrong with him. Um, and that's, that's concerning. Like he, who knows? I mean, that's terrifying. <laughs> he was in, he's in the hospital. At least he was, oh, I don't know if he still oh. is, but he, he was oh, in the hospital, snap. uh, is, is what I had heard. So, uh, Ooh. not, not from, from, uh, what is going on <laughs> Jackson or anyone else, but I'd heard that from someone familiar with the players, and not he, in the media. If you didn't know our record. It, and he didn't like it, it, no games or anything like that. And just with Rui Diaz, a bear, uh, yeah, Christian rolled on Kellen Rowe getting hurt. Knew who, who else? Did JP miss a match? Did you say Rui Diaz yet? <laughs> JP, JP missed a match. Yeah. Yeah. JP J- missed J- a match, but he's generally healthy. That was more. I mean, what have we played? We played what? 10 matches. And we've probably our starting our our starting players have probably missed somewhere between like fifteen and that's why I think it's going to come back to get us. Oh, if it's happening at the beginning, I mean, granted, we actually have a pretty damn good record right now. Um, And we were in first place. Uh, I don't know if we still are because LAFC is two games in hand, but our tie the other day put us in first place. So I, I, I have not seen the most what, exciting thing from it then. What what games had uh, happened since then, if if any, if there was any midweek ones, um, which are, I think are less common this year, but definitely uh, less common. But yeah, we still are... stand in first place above no St. Louis. They're six one and three. We're six two and two. But LAFC has two games in hand, and if they were to win both of those, uh, they would go to twenty four points and be four points ahead of us. So, and who, that, Houston though. has two games in hand. Where could they We're get first in the West? So they would. The best they could do is second. So yeah, we are. Despite what was, what it feels like, one of the most boring games I've seen in a long time. Uh, in soccer, uh, we 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 are in first. So maybe hmm. maybe it's the injuries. It's the it's the nature of the injuries that worry me that they can't figure either of them out. If or any of them. <laughs> Like, yeah, well, I mean, they can't, they can't figure they out can't, Christian or can't figure out injuries. Like, yes, specifically, yes, those are, those are legitimately injuries happen. That. Like, people pull their hamstrings, people strain stuff, whatever. This is those mm-hmm. two are different. Those are like, what's going to happen? And it, and it's you can see. I mean, I, I would probably argue that Pete Carroll choosing to uh, throw it instead of pass it. And I don't really believe that it, that was his decision. I think it was Bevels, and he just took the blame because Bevels, the, one of the worst offensive coordinators in the history of the NFL. But you could see how that tore apart the team. And so that might ultimately be the reason for the dynasty falling apart. But I think it's more Cam Chancellor and Cliff Averill getting hurt. Mm-hmm. So I worry that if we don't – if I mean, if we lose Christian, and that's me knocking on wood, or particle board probably uh, – I, I don't even want to think about it. I'm gonna I'm I'm just putting it out of our heads. We need where's the summoning circle with the sage or whatever. Let's let's make this happen now because mm-hmm. uh, we I tweeted it out. We are mediocre and look uncreative without Christian in the game. Yeah, unless something else happens, right? There's obviously solutions, but let's we can get. Into but we that haven't in, seen those uh, yet. All we've seen is a, a huge loss at Portland where. Uh, we look good, but then we look pedestrian, obviously. And then one goal against Minnesota that 
was real boring. Um, pro- I mean, that game probably should have ended as a tie. And then another game that ended as a tie where we had no business scoring a goal either. So, uh, I, I, yeah, well, let's get to the game before we get into it. But I'm, I'm at the point where like, I don't know where, where we're going to be able to find players to just help us win. Mm-hmm. Well, let's get to that. We went from playing a team last week, uh, be, being Minnesota that can't seem to beat us to a team that we can't seem to beat in Sandy. And that is Real Salt Lake. So mm-hmm. let's talk a little bit about that and then what's going on this upcoming Sunday. We're playing SKC. Yeah. So did you, were you, a, you didn't watch the game live, right? You, you had to watch it later. Sorry, Cameron. I would like to listen to some music first. Oh. <laughs> like you it's do every single episode. Ever. <laughs> let's do it. Now that my favorite song is done, what were you saying? Oh, uh, did you watch the game live or, or were you unfortunately, un- I mean, fortunately, because Gracie's awesome, on Daddy Duty? <laughs> um, I was not live. I did watch it later, it, mainly because, um, one, I'm watching the Kraken. Mm. Two, I'm watching my Lakers. Mm. Uh, also in the playoffs, I played the exact same freaking night. That's like, that's, okay, I won't get into it, but yay, we have NHL. You should speak Clippers uh, fan. Root for a real team. Don't you ever say that to me again. Um, but anyway, long story short, lots of sports to watch. So I was available to watch um, sports live, but knowing that the, the Sounders aren't in any playoff situation right now, I'm, I'm prioritizing my playoff games first, so... I watched Lakers, then Kraken, then Sounders, then uh, fell asleep to the Mariners. So, and just for clarity for our listeners, uh, he's saying in his watching order that doesn't mean that last week and the Sounders played at the same time. Correct. I, yeah. I I'm I find my my moment to myself at around eight thirty and get to start watching my sports. So a congested weekend to watch it. So I didn't watch it live. No. Yep. Long story short. <laughs> Uh, I, I mean, if you didn't have this podcast, I would have told you to skip it because <laughs> to me, it was just, it was the kind of game we see there. I think Fry had some great saves. Um, I think my, my eyes tell me he's lost a step, but I've also heard yesterday that there's a stat that he, his expected goals against is significantly higher than his goals against. So he is making saves on goals that should be going in. And, and yeah, and I was about to say that also, how many shutouts has he had now in 10 years? Like six or seven shutouts? Yeah, something like that. I know he had so a, a lot of spot. that has to do with the defense as well, but defense usually ha- has the, the keeper telling them where to be and position themselves. So that, Tons of credit goes to Stephen Fry. He's having a wonderful season. It's just the eye test makes he looks. He's had more oopsie poopsies uh, mm. than he normally yeah. does. And but it, I think the fact that they were getting so many shutouts, yeah, is it is inflating that stat. And and I don't mean that in a 
Uh, but he's making great saves in those games. Though. He's saving yeah. because it's, it's expected goals. He's saving goals that should be going in regardless. Correct. Yes. Uh, but and, and yeah, I, I think I agree with you. And, and also it's things like he used to be able to catch balls and some, of, and some of them that he used to catch, he's now punching away that then leads to an easy goal. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's not happening all the time, but it has happened. So uh, visually it just looks like he's lost a step, but the stats don't bear that out. So I'm not sure what, where the disconnect is in my mind on that, but it's, it's clearly there. The res- the result is still quality, even though the path to it is 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 probably a little more uh, fumbly. Like like he, like you said, he's he's punching things out instead of catching them. Mm. He his this game his distribution was actually pretty pretty damn good. Yeah. However, he's had I think some of his he's de- definitely dropped a little bit in his distribution this year than than what I can recall from years past. Which, yeah, but he also used to be terrible when he first joined us. He was horrendous at distribution. So he's done such an amazing job since he first came to the Sounders and growing. Well, that's Dutra. Yeah, oh, of course. That's got to be Dutra, too, right? Uh, You know, he used to kick balls. We would never win a goal kick, whether he kicked it when he kicked it down the field, which is why I think they changed to him often uh, rolling it to a defender. Mm -hmm. Um. And then he's grown as he's been able to do that. And you can tell that he's it's changed his game a lot. I guess Tommy yeah. Dutra, you're right, is a, is a genius. Yeah. So I guess we're saying Stefan Fry is probably the most exciting part of the whole match uh, of this match. I agree with you. And I was, I listened to the post game uh, with our buddy Jackson and, he, and Danny Jack. Jackson and Danny Jackson. Yeah. Danny Jackson oh, I've and Jackson. I never actually Fry. just said it. Yeah. I never Jackson really and Jackson. It. Jackson and Jackson. Um, they were. They thought it was a pretty damn exciting match. Hmm. <laughs> um, and I and I I believe that they know more than I do, especially Danny Jackson. No offense, other Jackson. Um, but I did not see. I, I honestly, granted, I had already watched two whole professional sporting events. And I have a lot of dad tiredness now. Once it hits about ten o'clock, and if I'm sitting, I might start dozing. But I legitimately was dozing. I had to like restart that match a few times. Yeah, watched it, watched it in entirety. But it it, it took me longer than ninety minutes. But yeah, not lethargic, but just not no je ne sais quoi. You lived in France. Yeah. They didn't have they didn't have it. It wasn't that special and something, granted, right? Yeah. Yeah. And granted, we know we don't have our best lineup out there, but that's been that's been our MO this whole season. And we've had four or five real good dominating games. What did you think of the lineup? Look like another class. Uh I, I, you know, I was I was okay with it. Um let's go over it actually real quick. We might as well. Yeah, um, Fry, Fry, obviously a goalie, uh, and then Roe, Reagan, Yamar, and Alex in the back. And uh-huh. who we got at center defensive mid? We got JP and Rusnak. Yep, JMO on the right, Ladero in the middle, Leo Chu on the left, a bear up top. So I wouldn't do much different here. Uh, Kellen Rowe is an obvious. I think we. 
uh, expected that in the last episode. I definitely wanted, I think what we were talking about was Jordan up top and Rusnak on the right. And yeah, that's what I like one to of the, see. And o- like Atencio if he was healthy or Obed, or, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so I wasn't upset when I saw this because Abear did have, you know, quality two games to start, but then he was injured. And when he came back, when he's, since he's been back, he hasn't, he hasn't looked great. He doesn't look bad. He just no. hasn't been. Isn't and that's he, it. There's not. There's, there's not that little something that that he hasn't scored four goals in a match. Yeah, <laughs> up top, and Jordan yeah. Morris has. But so that's. Like, I would have. Yeah. I would have liked to see Rusnak play on the right and Obed or Atencio in the back. Um, Obed is is available, and I think it would help him because he's about to go out for the Club World Cup youth under twenty Club World Cup in Argentina. Uh, and Danny Leva's on the bubble for that team too. It looks like so I, unlikely that he'll make it, but that would be cool. Oh yeah, he'd be a Rapids player, unfortunately. Have, have Sounders, our, yeah, but... <laughs> exactly. But to have two of our youth playing in the Club World Cup with that, yeah. So, it was. so yeah, um, you know, maybe it'd be good to open to get the minutes. But yeah, I. So again, why, I, I just don't know why we're the messing with what that worked. Great. That's my problem. Exactly. Is it, it worked with Jordan up top. Why aren't we doing that again? That's my problem. And maybe it's because we're playing different teams and it wouldn't work. I don't get it, though. I don't want us to react to other teams. Mm-hmm. We're, I believe, I, I do believe in our in our coaching staff. We, oh, we will criticize them on their decisions that they make. But that's, but that's normal. Um, we're still sitting top of the West flabbergasted still um but i I will i still believe in our coaching staff and and i and i believe in our players we are a damn good team and when we when you have a forward scoring four goals in a match keep him at forward yeah like i don't that's not that's not rocket science why are we moving him around and and he's get and the fact is we he's been up top since then just not consistently like i don't i don't i just don't get it and then yeah subbing off leo chu makes no sense to me um rusnak is a better player when he's more attacking he is well above average as a center or even on the defensive side of things and pivoting with a more defensive minded midfielder like jp i think that is a really good pairing especially when you have the the prowess ahead of them um, but when you don't move, move him up when we have Obed and Atencio who can step in there, Obed didn't start, but came in, which is even harder. He came into a final and helped us to three goals. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> isn't new territory for him. We're playing real salt Lake, a team that we demolished at home we scored what two goals but it could have been five or six so like the talents out there i don't i just i just don't get it and the fact that we're sitting where we are on the table it, it it's crazy it's crazy to be this down it feels weird yeah right the, why the, inju- the injuries feel weird the the <laughs> negative feelings i feel towards the decision making the lineups that I, I feel like we are two or two or three wins on the season so far when mm. really we're probably having one of our best 10 first 10 games ever 
with in terms of defense and record, right? We've given up five goals, four, six goals. I mean, uh, I think uh, seven or eight, but it was four in the one game. Seven. Yep, seven. Yeah, we've given up a seven. So less, less than a if you're if you're giving up less than a goal per match, that is absolutely phenomenal. Um, and the shutouts, and we're we're barely giving up goals except for Portland. We're one we're point off the supporter out. shield behind New England yeah. and Cincinnati. So why are we freaking out? <laughs> I guess I mean, I think it, our, our on-field play it, just has not reflected that record. And I mean, I'm not one who actually thinks we should win on the road. Generally, I'm I think we should win at home and tie on the road. Um, unless they're a really bad team, you know, mm-hmm. so uh, getting a point at Salt Lake is not a problem. It's just, it wasn't pretty in the process and it didn't seem we had any creativity to me. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, maybe we need to do something to change stuff up. That's, that's what I think. I don't know what that is. Well, why don't we... Why don't we dissect that a little bit as we go into our next match on Sunday against Sporting KC. Hopefully, uh, we've said, uh, I said this last week, I really hope that Peter Vermees still has a job and they still haven't won when they come here because I want to fire Peter <laughs> Vermees. Yeah, I mean, you may get your wish. Uh, that's, that's the big hope right now, right? Mm-hmm. So... Where do you want to start? Do you want to start on how do you think this match will go? Do you want to do a lineup? I mean, um, I think I think the lineup will be the same as last week, although I wish it were the other way. I mean, what are you thinking? Oh, I, I absolutely would be furious if it's the same as last week. Um, I, I, I mean, obviously not Roe. And thankfully, Roe is only out. Uh, <laughs> That's why I'd be furious. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Poor guy. He'd uh, be just be on a, <laughs> a wheelchair. I think uh, they said, what, six, no. six to eight weeks for him, which is great because the way that knee looked, it, it looked like it could have been you know, an ACL tear or an MCL tear, which would have been a, a, a year. I didn't think that um, because, and I won't. I won't say it was the exact same, but it, it felt the way it looked was exactly how it felt when it, that happened to me playing mm-hmm. public. I it was on turf, they were on grass there, but anyway, I came straight down on my left leg, jumped up, trying to head the ball, came straight down on my le- left leg, but I was also moving uh, kind of laterally, my like my momentum was, and it totally buckled. It totally buckled, and I and I freaked, and I cr- went right to the ground. Took like five minutes off, got to halftime, and then I was like, "I can, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to play through this." And I immediately rolled my right right ankle, compensating. So mm. I was just a cripple after that. But the way he ha- straight leg to the ground made me feel like, because it just recently happened to me, just like four months ago, that severely sprained. But you never, you never know. I mean, I just, I, his it, knee it just, moved I just in weird recall. ways, though. That that's what freaked me out. I know. I just my my mental recall went right to what happened to me, yeah. and I was out yeah. for like three weeks. Um, but I'm also an optimist, so I'm like, I ho- obviously I hope he's not in, 
hurt. So great news that he's not. So beyond that, he's not available. I do think it's going to be what was it, Cody, Cody Baker? Baker? Yeah. By the by the way, the names of the, the that we've seen from our youth, I've like never seen before. Was uh, rock, what, what's it, Rockworth? Worth Rock? Yeah, yeah, some Roth. What's yeah, his name? Roth Rock or something? Yeah. Roth Rock. I mean, he's that's the thing. Tacoma Defiance uh, completely was a new team from last year. There was only a few returning players. Yeah, so they're saying they're saying there's double air, um, and 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 Baker Reed Baker Whiting, and then Cody Baker, right? It's Cody Baker. Yeah, but sorry, uh, Cody, sorry, dude. Cody Baker Whiting, as they called him on the uh, U.S. Open Cup uh, broadcast. Well, I pretty much almost did. So, um, I, I I actually do think we see him. So we have someone that's been playing the position consistently, mm-hmm. and and see it roll it out, roll it out, make everything else a little more firm. You know, you got Alex. Um, so have him, Reagan, Yamar, Alex, JP. Uh, no, he's on yellow card accumulation. He's out. Mm. So this will be Atencio, probably or Obed. Yeah. Rusnak, Ladero, put double air on the right. He had a great game. He's played. He's for for a, for a youth. He's got a lot of MLS minutes. We're at home. I'd like Sporting to see it. Piece. I don't think we're going to do it. I think Brian's going to stick with his guys the way he did. And you only I'm not talking deep. about what Brian does because I don't believe in what he does. Right now. <laughs> <laughs> Even though I said I believe in our coaching, I we, this is what I believe we should okay. fucking do. Okay. All right. Uh, but he he he's he's got the youth energy. He he's he's a quality player. He's he's a good he's a good little dude. Um so I want him I want him on the right. He's coming off a US Open Cup game where he had an assist from his ass and a goal. Get him some fucking minutes. Mm-hmm. Check mark explicit. Um by the way, Jackson Feltz, all of your um uh Sounders FC weeklies shows explicit, so that seems kind of weird. Because uh, you don't swear. You know, you know Jackson. He swears live on KJR all the time. Yeah. Yeah. That Sailor. is bizarre. Someone's uploading it wrong. Yeah. Um. Anyway, so I think and then, but that that leads to me going to Jordan up top because that absolutely has to happen. Go with what you know works, and stop shifting like the spine of our offense. Like that. It, this tuberculosis is pissing me <laughs> off. Like, uh, a bear is a, the best forward sub in MLS. Probably mm-hmm. when we're healthy with it's, it's either Jordan or Raul up top from what we've seen so far this year, what works, that is what we need. When Jordan and Jordan and Raul are healthy together, then we can talk about what that lineup might look like. But clearly that doesn't seem to be happening. Yeah. So it's Jordan up top. Raul needs to show that he's able to play. Leo Chu on the left. I said Ladero, right? Yep. Okay. So really the only thing is JP's only out because of yellow card accumulation. So put Obed there. I, and I want Obed uh, other than Aten- I like I really like Atencio. He's got the size. He can fight. He's been playing great this season. Man, he has been playing great. I mean, I, you could start just, you could start both of them and put Rusnak on the right. That is true. The thing is, I think you need 
you, you need more experience, experience in that's in that area of the field. Then, granted, they are enough for defenders do their job, but yes, yes, yes and, and no. I don't see a lot of dis. Obed's really good. He, he doesn't have Rusnak's vision and distribution that yeah. Will Rusnak can do. That's true. That's true. From from, from, from pressure. pressure, he can do it when he's got three or four steps and, it, and he can put his chin up. Rusnak can pretty much no look a thirty yard pass. So what? And and his and his deft moves against like the pressure is incredible. He can turn out at almost everything. So I think that is what really can unlock uh, the next layer. Yeah. So I think he needs to be there when you have another youth. Now, if it's JP back there, yes, put Rusnak on the right and then Obed or Atencio, but they need to have some. So what is your predicted them. score? And keep in mind, it's not your predicted score with your, Lineup is a pretty good score with who you think is going to actually start, be in those positions. Well, I don't think double error will start. I do think Cody Baker will be there, which means I, I, this, is gonna, this is going to be a lot closer than we expect. And I think we're going to have a really frustrating episode. Um, I think they're going to score first. Oh, no. I really do. Um, because I don't think Jordan will be up top either. In fact, what if they put Jordan on the right and bear up top? That's what they're going to do. Uh, that's, I think like Jordan's, of the three positions, that's his worst position. Um, shit, dude. I think I think we might lose 2-1 or tie 2-2. Wow. And I'll be there. I'll be I'll be there this Sunday. I'll be there too. And I think I'm going to bring my daughter. Ooh, good. Uh, so that means we better do what I say and do my lineup so we can win <laughs> for nothing and fire Vermees. But I I do think I I do think we're still going to go in there with this air of un. I I don't think there's a lot of confidence because I don't feel it, and that there's this general consensus that I feel from our fan base and our community. And it's like. This doesn't feel real. The record doesn't feel real because of what we're seeing. The injuries are weird, so that's got to be a little unsettling for the team, especially Christian and Nuhu, to just kind of be unavailable. Um, yeah. Without J, now without JP, like we're, like I like Rusnak's skills, but he's gonna have to do a hell of a lot, and Ladero really needs to do what he's been doing yeah and, and i don't think they use forward Rusnak. pressure they don't and... use Rusnak the way he should be used um all the mm-hmm. time but that being said <laughs> you're we heard your prediction i i am agreeing with you that a is going to start up top uh i think cody baker's going to struggle on the left but um you know i think you have they'll have one of the two center defensive mids stay back more uh, which usually they do, but I think it'll be way more. And then you will have, I mean, because you saw Obed going on runs on the right. Like, he got that assist uh, at the last home match, right? So uh, when they had another secondary assist, it was the... Oh, it was a sec- I was like, it wasn't, it had couldn't have been a primary assist, but... No, he had a primary assist, and the secondary right. assist was to uh, 
what's his name? Nico. But we're playing what's his name? That guy. We're playing Kansas City, so I'm going to say four nothing Sounders. I think uh our inability to move the ball around in a dangerous way in the final third will be made up for the by the fact that we are playing uh one the uh, the worst team in the league. The team with the worst odds in Vegas to win the MLS Cup. Well, Obviously, I certainly hope you're right. And this is the rare episode where our predictions are completely backwards, opposite of yeah of what we normally do. Yeah, um, I went actually probably realistic. Um, I'm realistic. I think Kansas City's that bad, and I think we're going to end Vermees' career. <laughs> okay, that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. We're we're going to do it for Siggy. Yeah. All right. Well, should we bring it into port then? I think so. Where can they find you on the interwebs there, Aaron? On the interwebs? Uh, you can Google Aaron Lingley, and you'll probably find my Twitter handle, at A-A-R-O-N-L-I-N-G-L-E-Y. How about yourself? I am at Legal Minded Punk on uh, you know Instagram, Twitter, probably some other places. Uh, I just named my new GoPro Legal Minded Punk. <laughs> Not to be confused with my other one, which is named Grendel, which is my uh, DJ name that I've had since 1999. You name your GoPros? Um, yeah, because otherwise they'd just be named my GoPro, and I wouldn't know which was which. Oh, well, I get it. I'm not like... I thought you meant like, I thought you meant like a label maker. Oh, this is Legal Minded <laughs> Punk. Oh, hello, Legal Minded yeah, Punk. Like... You know what I named my car? <laughs> no, I... I... I don't even name it. Okay, that makes a lot more sense. Yeah. Okay, yeah, all right. So, all right, well, I think we should have James take it away. James, take us away. Take me away. You can follow the Sounders Scuttlebutt podcast on Twitter at SSFC Scuttlebutt. And for all inquiries, including questions for the gents or sponsorship opportunities, please email contact at scuttlebuttproductions.com. Be sure to subscribe to the show for new episodes following every Sounders FC match. And don't forget to share your feedback by rating and reviewing. And you can follow me on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at BritVoxus. That's BritVoxUS. We'll see you at Lumen and go Sounders. Alexa, who's the best MLS team of all time? The Seattle Sounders are both unequivocally and the best MLS team of all time.